Hey, Dennis O'Brien back on Let's Talk About It. I am so glad to be back here again, and I'm really excited tonight to have Neil Weathers. He is the assistant superintendent of Wyndham Public Schools on the show. I met Neil, I, well, I've, I've met Neil before, but I, I, I last saw him at the uh, Three Kings Day ceremony over at the New Community Center, and uh, we talked about him coming on the show, and I just never followed up, and I'm so busy, and uh, I guess, you know, he didn't follow up because it was my my responsibility to call him. But today we were able to make an arrangement and on relatively short notice, and Neil is here with us today talking about Wyndham Public Schools. So glad to have you on the show, Neil. I am Fantastic. so glad to have you, Neil, too, as well. This is Susan Johnson, and I'm so glad that we have Neil Weathers, and I've also worked with Neil on a lot of projects here in town. They've been very, very helpful working with the school and the police department and the students and making all kinds of different uh, things together that have really helped our students in, in the Wyndham Public Schools. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, well, thank you both for having me. Um, I'm really happy to be here. I've been in the district um, now for I think this is my going into my ninth year. I think I've been here for eight years. Um, this is my I can't even believe I'm saying this. My fifth year as assistant superintendent. It's a great community, a great district. So I'm really, really pleased. And I, I, I brought some cheat sheet notes here to talk about some of the highlights. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of cool things happening in the district. Well, we love it here. We've been here since 1974. Susan, we That's moved right, here. Dennis, and and yes. uh, I'm from New Britain originally. Where you're familiar with New Britain. We may talk about that. But, uh, you know, I, I, this is a lot like a, a smaller New Britain. It also has a state university, has, uh, yes. Eastern Connecticut State, which, you know, New Britain, back when I was a kid, New Britain uh, Central was called New Britain State Teachers College. And, and I went there for a short time, and it was called uh, Central Connecticut State College, and then it became a university. And, and uh, anyway, Neil, you went there. Yes, I went to Central. That's great right. School. It is a great school. I went there. Um, I got my... Um, my bachelor's degree, my uh, master's degree, and then I got my 092 certificate actually down in New Haven at Southern, but that's yeah. that well, was my path. You've been, you've been around to the state, uh, yeah. four state universities, but some of them anyway. Yeah. You skipped Andrew, I guess. You got, you got yeah. New Haven, and we're, here we have Eastern. I know you're doing some work with Eastern. But anyway, it's great to have you on the show, and um, you know, there's so much going on in Wyndham Public Schools, so many great things. One of the things that I'm, I'm proudest of, and Susan certainly is proudest of, is the uh, high school renovation. Because uh, I played a role in that. And Susan played a huge role. Well, you know what? It wouldn't have been done without you, Dennis. And so I just want to say, Dennis uh, made sure that the work that everybody had been doing on the building committee actually got pushed through and uh, that the town finally uh, uh, got a hold of the plan and uh, presented it to the state. And so here we are, and it's in the process. I, I don't know how far along you are. It looks like you're probably a little more than halfway through. A little more, yeah. And, uh, and then Senator Flexer and I, we were thrilled. We were able to get the 95% reimbursement for the entire project, not just the school part, also the administrative part. And so uh, we are very, very happy, and that's saved about, listen, folks, that's saved about $17 million for the town of Wyndham. And uh, we get the brand-new school. And uh, the things that people were worried about that we bonded for, it's just really taken care of it. Plus, we're, gonna, we're having a school that's up to date with HVAC, with uh, computer technology, all the kinds of things that make everybody want to go to a school that's got all, this, uh, all these new things. And I guess you're also, we had the governor there last spring. 
And, yes, he has visited there, yes. And they had, the students had little proposals on things to do with the school system. So we'll leave it at that. But I just, uh, I'm just thrilled that we have a beautiful new high school, and the students, I think, are thrilled. And they know that the town cares about them. So I just, we are super appreciative of that 95 reimbursement rate, just so you know. We're very, so thank you. Um, the building looks amazing. It's still being renovated, so there's still some construction. But the the if if you have an opportunity to visit the high school, I just recommend you go and see it. It looks beautiful. The new spaces. The students love having the new space. Um, we are just took a tour with our, our board of ed during our board of education retreat, and we walked through, and it was just beautiful. In the, um, September of the 24-25 school year, our early childhood center is going to move in that part in a brand-new center. They're, they're absolutely thrilled about that, and, and who can blame them in this gorgeous space? Um, one of the celebrations I have listed is our high school football team. Uh, we're league champions for the first time since 2016. Amazing. Yes. Go Whippets. Yeah, go Whippets. <laughs> and actually, there was a Hartford Current article on a junior captain, Malachi Fowler, who um, is, who is very happy to be a Whippet, right? So we're very excited about that. And um, that was played on the brand-new turf field as part of oh, the construction yeah. project, yeah, yeah. which is a beautiful space. So not only did I get an opportunity to see some of the football games, Soccer games, um, just things always occurring at the field. Um, it, it's just beautiful. And when the the softball and baseball fields get renovated, that's just going to be such a gorgeous space. And and for like the the students to be able to use that. So I wanted to give them a shout out and thank you for mentioning the renovation project because I think it's really important for the school community in the town. Oh, it's it's fantastic. And and you know my our good friend and yours, Randall Prose, is very happy about that field. He's very happy about the renovation. In fact. Randall and I served together on the on the town council for six years, and and we we worked on that thing, and uh, you know because it had to go through the town council because as you know, the buildings are owned by the town, not by the not by the board of ed. The board of ed runs the school system, no question. Sure. But, but you know I, I represent uh, town a lot of towns, and and I have in the past, and there's a lot of people that just don't understand that the, you know sometimes it, it, there's a clash. But I'll tell you what the 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 board. Of, the Board of Education and the and Wyndham Public Schools is working beautifully with town government, and and, and that's that's fantastic, and that's that can be rare, but but it's it, it's fantastic. And Randall is is very happy, and we're we're so pleased with him. He's doing a great job as coach, and uh, I know he's happy about that field. Yeah, I, I'm. He is happy, and I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for his assistant coaches and the students. And it, it was just a great season, yep. and and because last year. Um, the construction was happening in the field. Um, yeah, we the, the team got a more majority of home games, oh, which yeah. was nice to take advantage of the the new field this space. This year, yeah, but last year they last year they were on the road for the whole season. Yes, so, and, and that's yeah. tough. But, yeah, but, and they but they had a uh, even better record last year. But I guess they lost a lot of players from last year. Next year they're going to come back with most most of these guys, including the fellow you mentioned. Yeah. So yes, but one of the great things about this year's team was that they've made the state playoffs for two years in a row. That's right. That's and right. even though they lost all those players, so um, good things to come. Oh for yeah, them. yeah. They got a lot of younger players that are key players now, and so things are looking looking up with with Randall and I know Rob Manguel. Rob Manguel and I have co-coached the basketball team together you know, for little kids, and uh, oh, so I know him very well. Great. He's, he's, he's great. He's great. And, and while we're on athletics, so I don't forget, 
Um, there are actually 50 fall athletes that earned high honors on the honor roll. Great. And then the, all of our sports, we had 16 student athletes named to the ECC all-conference teams and four additional student athletes who received honorable mention. So a lot of cool things are happening with our sports, and we're really proud of it. Fantastic. Them. You know, of course, that your superintendent was a four-time all-conference first baseman at AIC. I Division do know two. that. She doesn't... When, I, when she comes on the show, I always bring it up because I coached softball for years and I played fast pitch when I was younger, when, they, when, when men played it all the time. And I'll tell you, she's, uh, she's very modest about it, but to be four times all-conference uh, Division II, that's higher than Eastern, AI, uh, at AIC, all-conference first baseman, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, that, to me, it's a real big deal. I agree. So, yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah, she is great. She's I'm, I'm awesome. Sure she's great to work with, too. She absolutely is. And as and, I always tell the kids, yeah. you know, playing sports is good training for life because you learn how to mess up and bounce back. And you learn how to accept failure and, and success. Yes, I completely among others, Among many other things. Absolutely. And while I'm just thinking because it's not here, so I give love to all the sports, one thing for the fall sports is that every team – uh, participated in the state tournament, which is we have, don't that doesn't commonly happen. So our soccer teams both did. Obviously, yeah. cross country went to the state meet. So that happened in all of our fall sports. So I just want to give kudos to everybody. I think it used to happen years ago, but uh, it's been we've had a dry spell, and 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 it's really picking up. And you know, and everybody everybody has played a role in this, including the the administration. It's it's, it's fantastic. So people are really pulling together in support of Wyndham Public Schools, and we want to keep it that way. Yes. Um, and while I'm in the spirit of celebrations, um, something that also happened, um, this is like a tradition. Uh, Sweeney, Thanksgiving just passed recently, had their 41st Thanksgiving, their Sweeney Feast, it's called. Uh, they've had it for 41 years now. And uh, so they, they have it. The, the students are all there. They, they do a, a ceremony. Uh, a lot of the staff is in, in invited across the district. It's... To me, one of my favorite things about the district, um, I've now gotten to my fair share of them. It's just um, a fantastic uh, sense of community. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that while fantastic. I was talking about the learning environments. And then um, something I actually got to go see because I am a, I love chess. Um, right before Thanksgiving, Nat Chug School hosted a chess tournament. They had 41 of their kiddos, students do the chess wow, tournament. Wow. And, um, That's great. I, I, I went and participated. I might have lost a game to someone, uh, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I love chess, um, but it was great to see those the students. And then there's a moment where some of the younger students came and were watching their siblings. Just, uh, just a really uh, great moment. Um, so that's some of the cool stuff going on. That's um, such a great thing for brain development, too, and interaction and uh, strategizing. And I don't play chess at all, but the, I've, I've read about I've it. it. <laughs> I've I have read it. about it, and it uh, sounds to me like something that maybe someday I'll take it up. But uh, It's you know, a great I'll, game. I'll be too late, probably, for me to do much of anything with it. <laughs> Never too late. Never okay, too late. all right. I'll take that advice. <laughs> yeah, and then um, and just while I'm thinking of all our, our schools, our uh, North Wyndham, uh, North Windham's, their second grade team, held their first math academy for parents. So they, they spent the evening, that evening, modeling uh, math strategies and games with parents. 
So that's always really exciting. And the parents left with sessions with um, additional materials from our, uh, our primary curriculum resource, which is Eureka Math for various math games. So that's something that's going on. And, you know, this is something that's very interesting because uh, math is not the same, at least when I look at my grandchildren's mathematic uh, homework. It's nowhere near like anything that I did or our child did. Uh, you know, it's just very, very different the way they present math. Absolutely. So this is a near and dear to my heart. So when I was in Meriden, I was a math supervisor. So I, um, uh, I completely agree. It's funny. Sometimes people refer to it as the new math, which is kind of like humorous because it's actually thousands of years old, the concepts. But what we do is... Now, instead of, say, when, when I was in school, where we jumped to the traditional algorithm, uh, which, you know, is there because it's so efficient, they spend a little more time building concepts of what's happening. And then they move the students, though, to traditional algorithms, which sometimes is a misunderstanding. But you're right. A, a lot of uh, parents, some people actually sometimes have degrees in math. They're like, I didn't do it this way when I was in school. So uh, parent education and, and just being supportive and realizing that when they go home, um, making sure that the right supports are in place in, in, in school and home to help students yeah, learn. It was really something that, uh, you know, when you take a look at the way I was trained and the way our, our daughter, or I thought our daughter should be trained. Uh, I had my own ideas, of course, but uh, always, always. <laughs> the trash and very theories. But anyway, we won't go there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, it is, uh, first of all, memorization. And, uh, you know, and then uh, and that's how I looked at it for years and years. But of course, that doesn't get into when you and everybody. If they, all they do is the memorization. When you get to the algebra, you go what? Because you that's don't what have I the did. understanding. When I went to algebra, you went what? I did what? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I could. I knew all those multiplication tables. Yeah. I had it cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. So so I'm glad that North Windham did that. Um, uh, and while I'm on the, the theme of our elementary school, something that's really cool, um, switching away from math, is uh, Wyndham Center was highlighted in the Chronicle recently. Um, they did a, a school-wide celebration. They, they supported, their staff supported Movember, um, and it was a fundraiser to, to benefit the No Free Shelter and the Covenant Soup Kitchen and, and the fight against food insecurities within the community. So they... They were able to do that. That was wonderful. Oh, that's a great thing. And it also uh, connects the students here with uh, the whole community and a lot of the things that we're doing. And, uh, of course, tomorrow is the David Foster uh, concert to raise the money for the uh, soup kitchen. And it's sold out, everybody. So thanks for all the listeners who helped buy the tickets. But, uh, you know, it's, it's something that this community, you know, has a big heart. And uh, has done a great deal of work to support people who need help. And people can get, you know, get their start here and, and move on, go to the university or go where to the tech school or wherever and uh, go out and make a good living and, and uh, be able to move further in their lives with their house and their family and all that. that yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. One great thing about this community, like many of the communities that you've already been in, like Meriden, New Britain, where you went to uh, undergraduate school, New Haven, where you where you got your one of your advanced degrees, uh, we're uh, welcome. We welcome everybody. Everybody is welcome in Willimantic, USA, or Wyndham, USA. Sure. We we don't we don't you know we don't keep people out. No, we are an inclusive community. We are very yes. extremely inclusive, and that's you know and and diverse. Yes. In, in so many different ways, 
and 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 that's that's great. That that is a great uh, learning experience for for me. Always has been. I was lucky enough to grow up in New Britain, which even back then was relatively diverse. Yeah. And, and it was it was it was beneficial to me. No question. Demographically, we are a very um, we have a very interesting demographics that like really were unique. We have similarities to our our Durgai counterparts, like your Waterbury, Hartford, New Haven, Bridgeport that are larger, New London. Um, that is similar in size, but we have um, we about close to one out of three students in Wyndham is an English learner. You know, we have about twenty percent students that are special education. Um, like you said, diversity. Actually, uh, I think it's about seventy-one percent of our students are Hispanic or, or Latino, Latina, um, and then I think about seventy-seven percent of our population comes from. Uh, uh, minority population right um across the district which so um and i think our our l i was calling our getting into acronyms our english learner population is actually the highest percentage wise in the entire state of the connecticut i was just going to say that no 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 you can, you're the guest you should say that um, uh, but but you know it's something that we'll just take a little sidestep on this for a second because one of the things that i i heard when i first got that wyndham had too many special needs kids and so i went and looked into some of that and one of the things that they said well the uh we need to do more with english language learning so the first thing that i was able to do is a first term legislator has created a task force to study uh, English language learning problems. And then another, then the, then the follow-up session, we did even more. We had another task force, and this time uh, the new speaker even wanted to do more. So we got more people who were in, involved in uh, the English language learning uh, issues. And, of course, uh, here in Wyndham, we're so progressive. Uh, we have one of the best uh, dual language programs. Other towns have put dual language programs together, but they haven't uh, been like the force of nature that our dual language program is in. So many of the parents here, English-speaking uh, uh, parents, have put, them, have put their children in the dual language program, and they're thrilled. Their kids come right through the school system and through college, speaking Spanish, speaking English. It really is a dual language program. It really does help the kids in college. And by the way, I just have to say this. With respect to brain development and you, when you get older, your brain is better when you know two languages instead of one. I, so I think one of our strengths, I'm, I really appreciate you bringing that up, is our dual language program. Um, we actually have... Two, we have our one-way program, and we have our two-way program, Companeros, which has been around, as we were discussing for the show, like a, a 30 years. As a matter of fact, more information will be coming out in the community, but there will definitely be like a birthday celebration for uh, Companeros celebrating 30 years. Great. And it really is uh, something that the district should celebrate across the state because it, it's really like um, a model um, other districts come to watch our dual language program to learn from it and either improve their own existing program or to bring it. And sometimes it's not just in Connecticut. It's sometimes from the area, neighboring states. So it's something to celebrate for sure. Absolutely. Great work. Great. We should be so proud of that work. You know, Susan's been on the education committee at the legislature for her entire you know, time she's been there. She's been there for a while. And uh, that was one thing that, you know, when you first go to the legislature, I should let you tell it, but I wanted to bring it up anyway. You, uh, you, you're allowed to, you know, offer your choices as to what committees you want to be on. And, you know, she immediately said, we've got to be on education. Education is the key, is the key issue. I think education is the key issue, period. I've, I've been asked to uh, 
get involved in all kinds of movements, environmental, stuff like that. But I said, in my spare time, I'd rather work helping public education because that's, you know, if you educate everybody to the extent that they're able to uh, benefit from it, I think most of the problems that we have in this world would, would be fixed. You I know, really and I, I see a progression, too. So having uh, come, th uh, there was a kind of a, a resistance to dealing with uh, dual language learners or a resistance to people that had a home language that wasn't English. And I think that we're coming out of that now because I keep saying, hey, we're in an international economy, folks. And most most every other country you go to uh, has uh, every people there speak more than one language. And we should, if we want to really do something with our economy, we need to understand uh, people from other, other economies that have different languages. So it is an economic boon. It is something that really helps. Uh, people when they move on through whatever it is, technical school, college, however you choose to go, it really is something that is quite necessary. And it's something that we didn't we I, go into the history of the country uh, when everybody was trying to make it into one country, they wanted everybody to have the same language. Okay, yeah, I agree. We should all have the same language, but we should also have another language that we learn. And they can do it in Europe. We can do it here. They can do it in other countries all throughout the world. We can do it here. So uh, language learning is really, really important, and it's something that uh, we, we are very good at right here. But it was that, and then it was also special education. It was also getting the education cost-sharing grant up to date, finally, after since Weicker was governor, and he shut down uh, doing the right thing with the education cost-sharing grant. We finally are fully funded by 2025-2026. So I am absolutely thrilled that we finally got that pushed through. And now we have a special task force to deal with special education. Because guess what, folks? <laughs> we haven't changed the formula for funding special education since Meskel was governor, okay? 1974. All right? That's when we created it. And I think that we know a lot more about learning now than we did in 1974. And at that time that this whole thing was set up, we did not have any standards for special education from the state. It's town by town. So whatever town you're in, uh, it's going to be whatever they think you need to do for special education. It's pretty limited in terms of something having a pervasive standard by the state. So that's something our task force is looking at now. And we have great people all throughout the state working on this, people from all different types of educational backgrounds uh, who are focused on this. So I'm very, very excited about finally getting special education and having people understand the convoluted, complicated funding system that's there. Four and a half times the pupil cost, 80% by the state, and then another 20% by the town again. So that's got to be fixed, and it should be, I think, on another model that's similar to the uh, education cost-sharing grant model. So I just want to thank you for that, um, especially the part about the ECS grant, because so one of my tasks is every year I do the uh, Alliance Grant, which is obviously yes. the um, for for listeners at, at home um, or in your cars or wherever you may be. <laughs> um, uh, the Alliance Grant is the education side of the ECS money. So every year um, we complete a grant of how we're allocating those funds. And uh, uh, Representative Johnson is exactly correct. Like we've had an increase in funds thanks to her advocacy. So we've put those funds to support our students, um, and it, it's great because that money is not part of the general referendum budget. But that is a, a very, um, you know, 
not permanently stable source, but very reliable source of uh, revenue that we can count on year in and year out to make sure our, our programs are sustainable. So we're very, very, very appreciative. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for those kind words, and it's something that we will tr- make sure we'll be working to make sure that it's stable funding because I know that in the past uh, sometimes the uh, money from the state uh, looks like it's not stable maybe, uh, but this is this is when you look at the uh, education cost-sharing grant itself and the alliance district money, and the ali- all it means simply is the alliance money is queued in that goes straight to the school instead of through the town. And that's how that is. That's the system, systemic uh, way that it works. Uh, so all the money that was back in the day still comes through the town. All the alliance money comes directly to the st- to the school. And uh, and anyway, that's how we're making it all work together. So I just wanted to be clear on that. Uh, this is Susan Johnson, and I'm here with Mr. Withers. He is uh, he is the uh, superintendent of schools, the assistant superintendent of schools. No promotion, please. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tracy. And, <laughs> and Dennis O'Brien, and we'll be right back after these messages. Fantastic. It's going good? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Excellent. Oh, yeah, it's going yeah. great. Oh, perfect, yeah. Going great. I'm going to go get some water while you guys oh, yeah. talk. Okay. Are you well? Yeah, okay. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank, thank you so you. much. I appreciate well, it, Matt. Is it a refrigerator? Yeah. Oh, oh are we happy, oh, happy, right. happy? Yeah, right. Woo! Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and we're still being recorded uh, for the yes, cable access, uh, and this also goes on my podcast. Oh, okay, so great. I blast it out to the, to, at the Capitol as well. And so all this stuff about Wyndham Public Schools will be blasted on my website at the Capitol. Oh, nice. And, uh, and I have a wonderful press aide who is does great work uh, in promoting all our shows. So he's good. Oh, and that's he, great. It's so, yeah, the, the, like, the promotion of information now is, like, so different. So, like, the yesterday morning, um, my daughter's a freshman at Manhattanville for a BFA musical theater. Sure, sure, like, sure. That's, oh, that's great. So I look up and there's like celebrating our a day in the life of our first years, you know, for freshmen. I see my daughter's face. I'm like, oh, oh my god! And then she does a little. They have music to it, and she basically named her classes, and it was adorable. Oh, that's and was wonderful. Like, and I was like, it, and and then I was like, was it her? It was like the part of their thing, and then and then I started seeing some other freshmen pop up during the day, and I was like. Oh my God! That what a great way to promote your program, and then yeah. of course, like every parent is going to zoom in and see what their kids doing. But yeah. Well, we're in an information age, and uh, you know, there's a lot of negative stuff uh, flying around, and oh, it's really important so much, because thank you. The world oh. is a much better place than a lot of people are who are willing to let on, and yeah. uh, we need to do that because there's so many good things happening, and uh, you know, and, and and one of the places is, that's emanating from is Wyndham Public Schools. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring out, and I'm, here I am patting Susan on the back again, but she's doing a great job at the legislature. When she first went down there, you know, a lot of, a lot of, I think a lot of the legislators who come from all over the state, some of them have gone to Yukon, and they know Willimantic. But when they heard Wyndham, they, they thought it was sort of like Ashford or, or Chaplin or Mansfield or something like that. And Susan made, made a, I think he wrote a five or six page letter to uh, a, a good friend of mine from New Britain who was uh, working John in the Carl. governor's office. John, yeah, John Carl Casa. Yeah. And explaining that, uh, you know, Will Manick is, uh, is part of Wyndham. And, and, you know, we are an Urgai district. We are not, you know, like like Ashford or Chaplin or, you know, a lot of the surrounding towns. Correct. So, well, let me just say something and, about and John lot, Carl. And, just I think so she that, taught the legislators a well, lot well, about John Carl was great because John Carl worked with the former state rep, uh, Walter Pollock-Kevich. So he understood the problem. But when I sent it out to him, I sent it out to Governor Malloy. He spread it around. And, and uh, then he brought together 
a group of people from all over the, the capital uh, and the executive branch to see what they could do to help us. And then one of the things that we did is to try and develop our main street. So it helped us get the money for the Shabu stage, the garage. Uh, you know, then uh, Malloy uh, and I worked together, his office and I worked together on making this into an opportunity zone. So, you know, more investment in the downtown area. So we, we have been doing that work. And then you've got people like Barbara McGrath, who has done the Hurley Building and a right. uh, uh, beautiful job there. But this is and, the $5 and, uh, million dollars of state funding. I went into the Hurley Building in addition to all the work that she had to do to get tax credits to fix it up. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we're, 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 a, we're a town on the rise, no question. And Wyndham Public Schools, a yes. part of it. Yes. And, and, you know, positive having a positive attitude helps a lot. Yes. And for the commu whole community to get behind it. And, you know, there's always um, people that are naysayers, but, you know, I think the number of naysayers that we have in this town now is diminished by quite a bit. Because I think people are happy. Five seconds. Property values have gone up, whatever. Three, two, one. Okay, you can let me say something. Dennis O'Brien here <laughs> on Let's Talk About It with Matt Rupar, our producer, of course. Susan Johnson, my co-host, state representative. Susan Johnson and Mr. Neil Weathers, who is the assistant superintendent of schools, Wyndham Public Schools, which has got to be a big job. I think some school systems have more than one assistant superintendent. Uh, yeah, varying on school sizes. So right now we have we operate under with one assistant superintendent right. and the superintendent. Um, right. For um, but there are like um, some of the bigger Derg I and, and, and sure. Derg H school have multiple Definitely. assistant superintendents. Um, what's kind of neat um, right now is the superintendent, Dr. Youngberg, and myself. Um, because of our, our collective experiences, they kind of work well together. Our yeah. strengths like fit each other. Sure. So like for for myself, I like I was mentioning earlier, I used to be a supervisor in Math Ameriden. Then when I came here, I was sort of like the data person and, and oversaw the assessment. Um, Tracy has worked at the building level, at the middle school level, the elementary level, and has been the assistant superintendent herself. Right. So the, those combo combination of roles have helped us like kind of work it out together and figure out um, how to cover the, the, the whole district. Yeah, you have complementary skill sets. Complementary, yes, thank with you. With a complementary with an E instead of an I. Yes. Okay, that's that's great. I mean, I, and I, I you can tell. I mean, it's, it's uh, things are, are working so much better. I know we, we uh, you know, we're interacting with Lynn Ide a lot and uh, with my other members of the Board of Education. And, you know, as, as people who are very active in politics, we've We've actually helped some of them to get elected, and and I'm I'm very very happy with the board of education and also the the administration, the teachers. I always say Wyndham is a great school system, great school system, and you know the key I think to to, to uh, the success of students more so than the school system, which is in place and is doing so well and has the ability to uh, to educate everybody to the max, is a parental involvement, and that's that's key too. And I know you're doing. Uh, you as as a system are doing a lot more in encouraging a parental involvement. Uh, yeah, than, yeah. Than, than, you know, than than was done back when I went to school. Yeah, for there's sure. a huge effort. We actually have a department for just family and community engagement. Right. Uh, Robinson Camacho Robinson, uh, runs yeah. that department. Sure, gotta have him uh, on here sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be. Great. He hasn't been on yet. He's a, he'd be a great guest. Yeah, he'd be a great guest yeah. to have on, and he's done a he does wonderful things, but. He works with his family liaisons, and he works with the schools and all of the schools um, in conjunction with him and in addition to him 
do a wonderful job of trying to bring parents in. I named one of the parent activities. Um, one of the things that actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, we have um, we we have started, uh, and when we say we, Robinson and his department have right, started right. podcasts. You're a team. You're a team. So, yeah, so we have started these podcasts, and um, the idea is sometimes with. Our families are very busy working, trying to do things for their, their family. So sometimes yeah. when we have events, it's as much as they want to be available, they can't be there. So one way we're starting to share information is by giving it to sending it directly into their homes at their convenience. Great. So we started like a playlist. Um, we did... Um, so we did a couple podcasts. The most recent one was the superintendent in our equity and multilingual uh, department, which is talking about English learners. They did a wonderful, wonderful uh, a podcast talking about the, the different variations of that program, which, uh, you know, the whole multilingual plus the rural language department has um, uh, well over 80 staff members, which is a significant part of our workforce. Um, so it's a huge department. That podcast is wonderful. We're working on getting some of the podcasts to be in Spanish as well. And you'll hear more about this. Actually, some of the wonderful sports things, you're going to hear about that soon. They're going to do a podcast. So I'd like to be able to gain access to that myself. Yeah. Because, you know, that, that would help me a lot in understanding, you know, uh, getting into the weeds of how the school system operates. So I know after the show, I'll make sure I get you access. But uh, I'm okay. sure we're going to be working on making sure it's visible on the website cool. and easily accessible to everybody well let me just say something about podcast because this show is podcasted and uh, you can get the podcast on wyli's website or if you sign up for my emails at susan.johnson at cga.ct.gov i blast uh the podcast the podcast of this show every single week uh and so in addition to that the show is also uh, done again on Sunday at noon, and we also have the show. This particular show goes on cable access two weeks on, from now on Friday nights. So we really do uh, a podcast here, and podcasts we've been doing for the last three years. And uh, I get them out to people, and I, I'll send uh, the podcast to the show to you. Uh, I always send it to the guest, uh, and uh, I'm glad to always do that. Maybe you can put it on your podcast uh, as well. Oh, we'll, thank you. We will actually take that information, and I will yeah, pass it yeah. on. Thank you so much for oh, that. Oh, sure. It's another way to keep the community together. Because one of the things about with the parents and, and that sort of thing, the wonderful thing that I was so proud of this school district to think that you had the, uh, the liaisons from each school uh, to the to the parents uh, and so that they could go out and actually uh, – meet with the parents and uh, just make them feel comfortable and uh, so we were talking about this in one of the one of my education committee meetings and I actually they were talking about how can we get connected with our with our parents and I said well my my school district has community liaisons and what do you know it started happening all over the state so this is another thing that uh, helped uh, school districts all throughout the state that Wyndham Public Schools did initially and and I think they not only do they have them, they run them very well, and they're yes. they're very powerful presence in our community. I think this whole idea of the liaisons came out of a uh, one of those meetings that uh, they had with parents 
uh, I remember sitting sitting through and it was an all-day meeting and uh, a parent university parent university that's yeah. right a parent, yes. I, I was thinking parent college but it's you're right university it's like what central changed from a college to university <laughs> and, and Eastern maybe I and, may if it could have been college <laughs> yeah no, no that's too much information but any, but anyway I, I I I think we were at that meeting when uh, it was discussed uh, somebody brought up the idea and this and the school system ran with it eventually and and, and wow I mean because it all it came from it came from the people. It really did. We just recently had one um, uh, for the fall. I know there'll be more planned in the future. We've worked really hard to bring it back, uh, especially post-COVID. We, we, it was sure. hard to do COVID, it in person yeah. for a while. Yeah. But um, we're, we're, we, we really love our, our, our uh, parent university, and we look forward to having Fantastic. more of them. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, because you, you were talking about our, our board, um, uh, we just had a board meeting Wednesday, and one of the things we're trying to do is – I think we, um, excuse me if I'm not phrasing it right, but it's similar here sometimes in news stations. What's cool with our schools? So each, uh, every couple of weeks, one of our <laughs> schools is coming to present. And we actually had our newly named Wyndham Phoenix Academy. It was previously called CORE. It's our alternative ed building that's out by where the old Berkshire Bank headquarters in North Wyndham. Yep. So one of the, they just did this wonderful, wonderful presentation where the students were speaking about some of the struggles they had and how, like, this, um, this has given them an opportunity to feel like they can succeed and make it through high school. And a matter of fact, the, the, we have six students that weren't on track originally, but now are back on track to get their diploma in the 23-24 school year. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but that is a massive success. That is a lot. And yeah. so we're really proud of that. And, and it was a, a really, it was a, some of the, including board members and just adults in the audience, were getting emotional listening to the students and parents speak about the success. So we're very proud of that. You should be very proud of that. That is something that I have always been a huge advocate of, having an alternative school. And we did back in the day and then they took it away. And I'm so glad to see that you have the alternative school back. It is absolutely necessary for students to have that special space so that they can uh, figure it out uh, with, uh, with professionals and they can, they can get their bearings because when you do that, then you're going to have somebody who's going to be successful when they get out of high school. And that is just very, very, very important to I have that special space. That, I'm sorry. I, I very, very much. important. I, I, we do this all the time. I do it all the time. No, no, you do too. Come on. Anyway, anyway, I, I, I think the alternative school idea is fantastic because there's just some kids that have a different uh, approach to things and they just don't fit into the mainstream uh, socially and, 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 and academically. And I went to one of the biggest, I went to the school that was the biggest high school in New England at the time, New Britain High School, only had one public high school for town of 90,000 people back when I was in high school, before you ever came to New Britain, long before. And, um, you know, I, I thought it was too big. I felt overwhelmed. Even though I was an athlete, I played ball and stuff, I still thought it was, too, it was a bit much socially. I felt out of place. And, um, you know, especially when I was taking college-level courses with kids whose parents were business people, teachers, lawyers, doctors, and, you know, my parents were not. And, and, and I felt lost and, and you know I I don't, I don't think I was ready for an alternative school or needed it but I, I you know it, 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 I, I understand why some kids who I happen to know back then would have done a lot better in an alternative setting with much fewer people running around and you know making people crazy so it's, yeah. it's, it's a great it's great we when we lost the alternative school here Susan and I were very very unhappy because we knew it was an important part of the, the whole system. 
Yeah, it, 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 the presentation, which obviously we put on YouTube, right? And then you could see the meeting. It was just a really, really nice uh, to see that just to hear from the students and their parents and to be able to have honest conversation about some of the struggles they were facing, how things are turning around. It was just great. Uh, yeah. Oh, and um, I'm trying to make sure I get every single school right. so no one we feels want, neglected. We want you to do that. Yeah. yeah. Don't so, let us uh, no, you're, sidetrack you. No, you have we not. We will if you let us. <laughs> you have not at all. <laughs> okay. um, so Wyndham High School, while I'm mentioning them, and I know I mentioned their sports, um, we do a lot uh, with Project Emo. Uh, they're a, a group we partner with um, in several of our buildings. So they're working um, to start up a, a peer mediation program at Wyndham High School. I think that's a great idea. A couple of the staff members, uh, Neil O'Keefe and Melly Godbout, began starting this last year. So they're working to get this up and going, um, and there's going to be some team building work at the Adventure Park at Stores, and it's mm. a comprehensive experience to get some of the students to be these leaders in peer mediation. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Peer uh, mediation, just go into that just for a second, sure. because I think that is just so important because it teaches the interaction skills and how to come to agreements and, and how to work together. So it just it's such an important life skill. I absolutely think, right, when you disagree or have a difference or need to resolve a conflict, I think it's a skill that I, I think even some adults struggle with. There, absolutely. I think as as, <laughs> as we have moved into a society that because of COVID in some ways we're isolated, but also I've been thinking about community and uh, the fact here we've got WILI. Uh, it's a local radio station. But how many communities are that lucky to have a local community radio station? We used to have them, but we don't anymore. We used to have a lot of different uh, connections in the community. Uh, we had the mills. We had all different types of uh, places to work. And a lot of that closed up over the last 30, 40 years because of tax tax problems that occurred or tax things that occurred during the 1980s under the federal government. And uh, <laughs> and and so, so now we're reclaiming some of that and we're reclaiming community. We're going to get more businesses in our communities because a lot of the tax credits are now being given to people here in this country instead of having them go overseas. So this is really important and it's a way to bring community back. But because of the isolation, we've lost a little bit of sense of community. And I think that this, these mediation skills are really, really important for uh, having a sense of community and getting along and understanding, uh, you know, having an understanding of people who are now doing different types of work all, all over the place. I, I absolutely agree with you. I 100% I uh, agree. And uh, I, I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just wanted to make that clear because I think that we've kind of lost track of the fact that we don't have that community because a lot of the things where we used to just naturally work together kind of gone by the by. Look, I'm, I, I'm, I go back a lot farther than you, you and you especially, and I can tell you <laughs> stories about how people used to always be out in the street and everybody knew everybody else back when I was a kid we didn't have television back then right that's how that's how far I go back and, and you know it, it's, yes. it made a, it makes a difference yes it does it makes right. a huge difference yeah. so this I'll, is I'll a, stop I'm gonna go on no but I want him to go keep going oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want him I to keep going yeah so so um so I want to mention our middle school so one of their highlights for November um was that they're they're in their effort to improve literacy um, we do part of our American Reading Company. We call mm -hmm. it ARC, primary curriculum resource, is to do conferencing. The idea is if you're 
conferencing with students on power goals and frequently meeting with them and giving feedback on them, um, you know, setting goals, uh, monitoring the goal, and then keep going and you're doing it frequently enough, students' reading levels will improve and their reading will improve. Well, um, the middle school did a great job and they posted some extremely high rates from 88 to 100% completion rates and they were really proud of that. Um, and they're, they're doing a whole bunch of other stuff. And just one thing on the middle school, even though we're talking November, we had our accountability index come out, um, our, our basically our report card. And um, the Wyndham Middle School had our largest increase. And they actually um, were our first school to get the number uh, past pre-pandemic. It was close, just a little bit over, but we were really proud of that. Yes. So we, we want them to keep going. So, so we love what's happening there. Well, middle school is tough. That's when kids are... You know, changing as they, as they get older, and and uh, you know, it's one. Yeah, I know. When I, I went to junior high school in New Britain. It was seven, eight, and nine, and wow, it was quite a quite a change. As a proud dad of a eighth grader, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. I agree. Yeah, yep. um, yes, and then um, Charles H. Barrow STEM Academy, our, our um, in-district magnet school, um, uh, award-winning, award-winning. Yes, and uh, thank you for the segue. So for the second year in a row, they are a part of the U.S. News and World Report Best Middle School, placing in the top 40% of middle schools in the state of Connecticut. So we're really proud of them. They got that two years running. Wow. So we, we, we just wanted to make sure we gave them that shout out. And then, and I know I have a couple other things, but if, uh, now I'll at least covered every school at least once. And uh, I could walk safely to my car at the end of the workday. <laughs> um, just kidding. Uh, our pre-K students, um, our pre-K students are prepared uh, they put together more than 100 holiday cards for our veterans Aww. as part of this holiday card exchange. That's it's actually, sweet. yeah, it's actually run out of the New Hampshire Department of Ed, but they, then they take these cards and they're sent to members of the military all across the country and abroad. Great. So that that's awesome. And, and if you ever just want to feel good, you visit that early childhood center. Those kids will just make you feel great. Sure. Um, so, so, uh, cause it just, and great stuff happens there. So, so that was really good. And then, um, I have no concept of how much time we have, but um, the one thing I want to make sure we okay, no, we would put, I have plenty of things. Okay, so like I, I can keep going. Keep yeah, going. Um, yeah, yeah so, you're on so a roll. We, That's good. we have a district survey committee. Um, it was made up of administrators, teachers, uh, paraprofessionals, and secretaries, and non-affiliated employees. And we're working on, and it was talked about at the board meeting, a district survey that's going to be going out. And then the reason I say this is for any of the families listening, um, we're, we're really striving to get an extremely high participation rate because obviously one of the things Tracy talks about is uh, if you want really meaningful feedback, right, you don't want to hear just from the people that are really positive or really negative. You want the whole sample size so you really can make meaningful changes sure. to improve the district. So one of the things I know that the elementary schools may, uh, you'll likely see if you're going to their conferences that's coming up in, in December next week, um, you'll have the opportunity to have um, laptop station with some of our liaisons or other staff members and you can come in and on your way or as you leave you could do this the the, the survey there mm -hmm. and we just i'm glad i'm having an opportunity to say that because we love getting feedback because we can't approve without it that's right that's Absolutely. right yeah getting feedback is huge and it's uh, something that getting people who are directly involved in what's going on and getting feedback from people who are right in the in the thick of it uh really quite important and uh so it's great that you've created a methodology for that. 
Yes, and then, um, and I know I mentioned them already, but one cool thing at Natchok that just happened recently, um, our third and fourth graders there, they had a learning experience with um, their university partners. Um, Eastern Connecticut did a, a read aloud of the Reluctant Dragon, and then they also partnered with UConn, who had guest scientists, and they presented bird of praise and weather information, mm -hmm. and you know, all those experiences you may not readily get, and, and so we're... We were mentioning Eastern, who's right here, and in Yukon, who's I always say down the road. Um, the road and, yeah. yeah, so it's nice to have those those partners work with us and work with our students. Uh, and our students love when they come. Of course, yeah. Taking advantage of the university systems is really uh, spot on. I I can't think of a better thing to do, and it's great that they're willing to come here as well. I think that that's great. Yeah, and um, so. Uh, Thank you for saying that. And I'm just checking if I've got all the major stuff here. Um, yeah, the, for, for the public, I think we've we've really gotten it out. And the survey was, like, super important that mm. I, I made sure I shared. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, the, the as you could see, and the highlights I was sharing, these were really shared as our, our, um, our November highlights. Right. So, like, we've been doing this once a month. So, like, the... About the same amount of information we, we share, Tracy shares the staff, um, our convocation, which was called Living Our Story. Um, uh, uh, so every month our story is shared with the staff, all the highlights, and we try to make sure we highlight all our schools because there's always something awesome happening everywhere. Yes. And the things you were talking about. So Sounds like a great way to run a school system. I like it. Yeah, I, I'll take it. No wonder, our, no wonder our results are getting a lot better. And, yeah, you know, I... I, I coached Little League for almost 40 years and I, out in the community, and I can tell the difference that, um, you know, the public schools, the way they're operated now, have made in, in the lives of these kids and the parents and whatnot. And, the, you know, the fact that kids are signing up for Little League and uh, we got girls playing, I coach girls. And, um, you know, it, it's a, it's, you know, when, when, it, when, it, when a parent signs a kid up for Little League, you know that parent's involved in the school. Right. And you, you feel good about it. And the kids, you know, I just want, wish we had more kids. And we're, we're going to be putting lights at the Little League field. Uh, the town is, is uh, using some of the ARPA money to light up the fields so the kids can play under the lights. That, they're going to love that. So we're, that's even going to get us more kids. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that the school system has always done is helped us to recruit kids for Little League. And they re help re I'm sure they helped the midget football program, too. I'm not involved in that, but I am, have been involved in Little League for a long time. And it's, it's great. So I, I, I see playing sports as a part of their education. And, you know, Tracy's gonna, Tracy knows that's true. I mean, yeah. she, she has what she's you think. Down. <laughs> yeah. She's got it down. So, so, but it's but it a sign to me that that kid is getting parental involvement for his schoolwork, too, or hers. Yeah. But, yeah, but one of the things that we have here is we have a lot of parents who are maybe working one or two jobs oh, and, yeah. uh, at the same time and raising the family. And, and so having the podcast that you have, uh, having the chance for uh, that kind of connection with the community is really, really important. And I think that's one of the things that uh, will make people feel like they really belong. Yeah, so we agree. So we, we're continuing to make sure we're um, we're seeking input from our families. Um, Tracy actually has a parent advisory group that she meets with monthly. Mm -hmm. I think the last meeting got canceled so that we could watch our state tournament game and the football. Oh, yeah, game. Sure. Even though we didn't like the result. It wasn't we, a good game. Well, but but still yeah, it was a great season. <laughs> great season, right? Yeah, you, um, you can't win them all. No. So we, not, we, not often. So we, we are constantly seeking information from our parents. And, and trying to include them. And like we yeah. said with the podcasts, if 
if we can't get them because they are working one or two jobs, how can we share that information with them? Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, and then you touched on something with the, the Little League. What sometimes gets overshadowed is um, the, the impact and success Wyndham Public Schools has had on many of our students. So some of the podcasts we might be trying to do in the future is celebrating some of our students that are in college and beyond and the successes they've had just to show they came oh, from Wyndham. I, I, yeah, I think they, that's a great idea. Yeah, so I, we, I've, I've thought about that for a long time. So it, actually, recently we were bumping into... Um, we were somewhere with our athletic director, and he recognized two of his former soccer players. Yeah. And they had just gone to uh, a conference, an engineering conference in Nevada, paid for by UConn. So, like, yeah. that's something that should be talked oh, yeah, about. Oh, yeah, that, that should be that's promoted. That's huge. Yeah. That's that right. Gigantic. That's right. And that, yes. and that goes with scholarship as well. And, you know, success in the, beyond the Wyndham High School, once they leave Wyndham High School, that should be uh, trumpeted. Yes. That, 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 it should be. Because I think, I think it, uh, it makes... Um, Everybody prouder. It makes everybody more positive about school, and it can't help but produce uh, better performances than some, and 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 that's that's what it's all about. I mean, you you seems like, what what you, you know, and I think I think the way that athletic teams are, are getting are doing much much better at Wyndham High School, and in, and probably in the middle school too in recent years is attributable in in, in large part to the the kids' success in school because I think it's it spills over into athletics and vice versa. And and it's just it's just it just works together so well, and so um, you know I I, I am um, <laughs> as somebody who has had a lot of education and a lot of public education, uh, I I am so impressed with uh, with the Wyndham Public Schools and the administration, and the teachers, and I we always have been, and I'm very much impressed with our our, our assistant superintendent Neil Weathers, yes, and also and also with our state representative Susan Johnson. Uh -huh. 15 years on the education committee yeah. and, yeah, and, and no. lots, of, lots of great results. Well, yeah, and we'll be visiting. I think that the chairman of the education committee will be coming to visit sometime soon. Yes, Jeff. Uh, he yeah. wants to get around Jeff and Curry. see all the different uh, schools. And we have a lot of things to share with Jeff, uh, Representative Curry, uh, the House Chair of Education. So I'm very excited to show him all the work that we're doing. And uh, he was actually here for the... Uh, for the the uh, most recent uh, thing with the uh, the disaffected students and that kind of thing, and that's where I learned about the news uh, alternative school that we have. Uh, so I'm very thrilled that we have that and that you're doing the podcasts. And it just is going to give a new way for people to have a sense of community. I, we have one minute left, uh, Not Neil. Uh, uh, and so we want to make sure Neil has a chance to say final words from Neil. Final words in terms of what you want us to think about. Oh, so I appreciate that. And one, thank you both for having me on. Anytime I get a chance to talk about Wyndham Public Schools is like a great chance. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great place. Like we have, the, I always say it's simply this. We have the best families, the best students, and the best staff. And we're really proud of what's going on there. So I really appreciate you'll never get a decline from me if you want to talk about how great our <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank Good you to know. For, uh, thank you for being here. And thank you for your positive attitude with the uh, the positive attitude that you have uh, at, at the leadership of the school system yourself and Tracy is just obvious and it, and it makes a difference. I know it does. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Well, it's true. And, and it's, it's great to have you on and we hope you'll, you know, I haven't seen you for a year. Hope you'll yeah. come back sooner than that. Okay. Uh, I, I consider in, in, it done. In 2024. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank okay, you so thank much. Thank you. This is Dennis O'Brien with Susan Johnson and Neil um, Weathers. Weathers, right. <laughs> Neil Weathers, uh, the assistant superintendent of Wyndham Public Schools, will be back next week with another great show.